Welcome back, lads and ladettes, to episode 76. Now, as you as you well know, a couple weeks ago, we had the first ever lads times lads skin co masters snake tra- uh, draft, and I, I was I came up victorious. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was kind of somewhat of unexpected turn of events, but uh, we now have we now have the privilege of being joined by the founder of Lads Skin Co to talk about his involvement. Um, with his own company, as well as uh, our recent partnership to kind of put on the event. So without further ado, welcome to the pod, James Heo. Hey guys. <laughs> thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah. Thanks for joining us and thanks for uh, sponsoring our, our first annual Lads and Lawn Chairs times Lads Skin Co. Masters Snake Draft. <laughs> it was a pretty big success. Gave out our first winner and, uh, Ultimately, the guy with the least amount of supporters on his team ended up pulling away, <laughs> pulling away with the draft. But uh, that's just the way she goes sometimes. Those guys uh, that picked you, McGee, they they had the best odds of get, getting the prize pack. Yeah, so. that's what I was saying. Like if I was if I was kind of just voting and wasn't involved in with it directly, I just look for the team with the least amount of votes, increase my odds <laughs> yeah. of uh, getting that package. That's yeah. actually that's actually really smart. Yeah, I I completely screwed up clearly i i picked uh chip uh simeni Chimeni. yeah simeni yeah simeni and wow just a dead last <laughs> <laughs> first day mistake. off dead last yeah <laughs> but it was uh it was awesome like i think um a lot of people did the um event and we had a lot of good uh reactions from our audience and it was a lot of fun yeah thanks for thanks for partnering up with us guys yeah, thanks for uh, being involved with that one. So briefly, uh, before we kind of get into you and uh, Lad Skin Co, could you just touch on what was in involved in that uh, in that care package that was handed out to the winner? Yeah, so right now we're doing like a mini set uh, of our uh, dynamic duo, which is the moisturizer and face wash for men, and uh, he had just send him the full set of that and also another set of you know moisturizer that's coming up as well so he got that plus our new merch our hoodies uh a t-shirt and yeah that was uh i hope he likes it uh sent it right away right after he won with the <laughs> yeah. team <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, you're rocking the uh, the new Lad Skin Co. sweater right now. I saw those; those are those look pretty nice. So uh, yeah, on YouTube you can see it right now, but they look really yeah. clean. Thank you. Yeah, I, we just got it. Um, this is still a sample one, but um, yeah, hopefully people like it. We got the backside too. The YouTube people can probably see it, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's yeah, it's a lot of fun to be honest. Just you know, getting new designs out, people like it. And, um, we've been just getting good uh, support from everybody. So, so I want to kind of get in right at the beginning here. Um, a lot of people kind of reached out about how perfect the partnership between the two brands was because of the name correlation. And I had a lot of people, and I think McGee did as well, reach out to us and be like, do you, do you know these guys? Or like, are you affiliated with these guys? Because <laughs> just the lads and lawn chairs and lads skin coat and stuff and how well it worked out. And it was funny because right before we ended up actually partnering with you and working together, um, I had someone reach out to me and it was like almost the tipping point of like, okay, this needs to happen now. And someone was reached out and was like, Hey, do you know these guys? Like, or is this anything you're affiliated with? And we were like, no, it's not. The <laughs> funny thing is I actually know James from prior to, because we both went to Western and we were in a marketing group project. I'm pretty sure we had to like rebrand Subway. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah and like it was a six person project three people were on the presentation team three people were on the uh essay team and of the six people in the group james and i were the only two like english speaking students <laughs> in the whole group so i was in charge of the presentation team and james is in charge of the the essays I remember we like had to correlate and make sure everything was like going back and forth between the two to make sure it was all on par. Our group members were really good. Like there was no problem there. That's not what I'm <laughs> implying at all. It was just funny that like that was how it ended up working out. And then a couple of years later, I have people messaging me being like, hey, do you know this guy? I'm like, yes, but not for the reason you think. Like, <laughs> No, that was hilarious because I don't want to pump our own tires, but 
we pretty much carry that group. I think yeah. you, you focus, you carry the presentation and I was just editing the whole essay. Yeah. And I got. remember too, I mean, like right before it was due, James, like sent me the essay. I read through it for him. I sent him the presentation. I'm like, here, check this out. Like we were like, yeah, checking exactly. each work. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you got like, you're going to know, but yeah, ended up working yeah, out pretty well. Yeah. James, I think before we even knew it was you involved with it, like I saw you guys on Instagram and reached out like months, months before. Um, well, I'll, I'll get to that part later about figs kind of putting us in touch, mm-hmm. but I, I had reached out and you're like, Oh, like we'd love to. It's great. Like, good brand synergy, ready to go. It's like, let's just wait until our first product drops. So this was all the way back prior to you guys actually releasing your product. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then months go by, I see that you do the drop. I get in touch again and nothing really kind of materializes. And Zach and I are kind of going back and forth. I don't, I'm not sure if you knew it was James, Zach at this point, maybe you did, maybe you didn't, I don't know. But then Figs again, like we had so many people reach out to us and be like, all right guys, like do something with this. <laughs> yeah. kind of put us in touch. And we went from there and it was perfect timing. The masters were around the corner um, and yeah, it was great. The, that's hilarious. Like the audience like our like our listeners got frustrated. They're like yeah. forcing us to partner. They're like, do it yeah. now. Like seriously. <laughs> yeah. This is too much, guys. Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because um, yeah, Ryan, you reached out to the group. Um, and I saw it and I was like, oh, like, um, this is this is awesome. Like we both have kind of the same um, uh, you know, demographic of people. And I was super down. But like you said, like we didn't have any like you know, officially launched yet. So I, I didn't think we were, I was like, had anything, you know, value to provide you at that point. But I was like, okay, like when we drop, I'm definitely going to reach out to you guys. And I like Christmas goes by and like, you know, new year comes in and then this whole golf thing comes around like figs uh, messages yeah. me and you in a group chat together. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. like now, now I got to do it. <laughs> like There's no, there's no backing out now, you know? Yeah. And then I realized um, Zach was in it as well. And I just like, this is such a small world, you know, like I was like, yeah. I, I know that guy. Like I, I know him. We definitely <laughs> did, a, did a big project together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it how it kind of like ended up and yeah, it worked out pretty well. I guess, you know, it just, if it's going to happen, it was going to happen sooner yeah, or later. Yeah. Yeah. So James, like take, take us way back prior to us even getting in contact with you prior to you even starting Lad Skin Co. What kind of inspired you to get going and, and how did, how did you kind of see this as a business that you were going to pursue? So this was like in my mind, like in college, like throughout college. And the first like, you know, light bulb was when in first year I lived in uh, Saugeen at Western and all my, all my <laughs> Zach just laughs. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I was living, yeah, it's it's crazy there. But um, all my I was in Medsid, like the classy Saugeen is basically what. I oh was yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, either yeah, both are still yeah crazy. Um, yeah. I was so all my uh, floor mates, uh, all the guys that I knew, um, use like bar soaps, and um, you know they would use just like body wash on their uh, face and they didn't really have like a skincare and this is me in the shower like I had my separate like dove <laughs> like face wash and I was like washing it separately and nobody knew anything about it like all the guys had no clue um, you know what that kind of was they didn't have like a knowledge or like it wasn't really normalized so I thought you know it's it's good for um, normalizing skincare for men it's like healthier too so I kind of saw that as like my first like enlightenment, I guess, like the light bulb, like, okay, like this could be a good opportunity. I think guys are more, um, guys are willing to do it. If you just like make it, you know, more approachable, uh, in the market. Cause they thought like all my friends thought it was like more, like, uh, more girly in a right. sense. So I was thinking like, Oh, let's, let's make it not girly. Like let's make it, you know, cool and more like masculine and and be more approachable and attractive for guys and that's kind of like the base of the uh the idea and then once corona hit like after i graduated i had so much time in my hands <laughs> and i was like okay like i really wanted to do this for so long might as well kind of give it a try and that's right. kind of like the breaking point where i actually implemented it and executed this whole idea yeah 
So was it really like COVID that kind of put you into this position to start this? Or like, would you, was this something that you might've gone with or gone through with other, like, regardless of the situation? I think eventually I would have, but I think COVID was like a good, I think it was just like a good opportunity for me. Right. Um, I had the time I wanted to try it. Um, so I, so I, I think it was uh, good timing, but I think eventually I, would have done it, uh, to be honest, because I really uh, thought it was a big um, niche to mm-hmm. our uh, consumers. So eventually, yeah, I think I would have done it maybe in the long run, but it was definitely COVID that kind of pushed me a little bit to actually take a chance. So like when you when you first get started, I know like coming out of a business school or, or just school in general, and you have an idea in your hand and you're not sure kind of you have the education background what's the first step? I feel like a lot of people, when they're thinking about starting a business, they just don't know where to start. What was something that kind of you, you prioritized first in, in your creation of your business? Oh man. Like I think, I think if I could go back, there's a lot of things I want to do differently, but definitely just calling all the people that you know, that's like the biggest advantage you have, right. Other than other people, I think getting to, you know, call the people that think have, you know, biz- more business knowledge or more networking and just get more advice and do a lot more research and completely know exactly what um, you want to, how you want to do it. Because if you don't have like a clear um, business plan or set, like it's, it's pretty hard to, you know, it, it gets pretty disorganized, but mm-hmm. yeah, just in general, I would say, get on the phone, get on LinkedIn. You know, I called like around hundred people that was in like cosmetic industry, you know? And I was like, Hey, like, I want to do this. How do I do it? And it's surprisingly enough. Like if you just ask, like people are willing to help. Right. So right. always like reaching out for help, I think is the best, uh, the first step, honestly. Um, but that's, that's me. And then, you know, it's after that, you kind of have to just uh, figure out, um, whether that's financing and, and, you know, investment wise, but that's just, that's another like, (laughs) um, you know, hurdle that you have to go over, you know? Yeah. I guess it helps you too, because you, you had the product in mind as well as demographic. Like you knew who you were targeting. It wasn't a question of where to like, where to begin there. It was kind of like, okay, this is where I need to go with this. And this is what I want to go with this. So that, that definitely helps narrow it down from the beginning, I would assume. For sure. Yeah. It was, um, it was, mine was like super clear, like it's guys, young guys and, and it's, it's skincare, like face wash, like easy stuff. So it's like approachable and easy. And where do I go from here? Okay. I'm going to contact like a bunch of like, um, you know, cosmetic industries that know exactly what I want. And it's easier for them once if they know exactly what I'm looking for. So, um, then it gets just, um, easier, easier to figure out, you know, the next steps are mm-hmm. for sure with, with like in terms of R and D and kind of like product creation, mm-hmm. how did you test, like how frequently did you pe- test your product oh. and, and figure out kind of the, <laughs> yeah. the, the mixture, the chemistry behind your, uh, your product? So, yeah. So the next step was like finding, um, the manufacturer that I really want to work with. And that took just, just so long. Um, I, I can't imagine like, uh, Jack from crank, like he probably knows, uh, just finding like manufacturer that you, that, you know, understands your vision is so important. Mm-hmm. And they, they work with like chemists, dermatologists, um, and they, they create your own formula and you tell them exactly how you want it. And then you get the samples and it's like, Oh, this is completely not it, you know. So <laughs> this is all wrong. This is all wrong. <laughs> like not even close to what I asked for. But that's the first. That was like the first. I still remember the first step. I keep it. I still have it. It was complete. <laughs> I don't want to say this about my own, like, but it's research and your team, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's my team, but like, it was pretty shitty. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, but it starts there, and then you have to work at it. Um, it's never going to be perfect at the first try, but back to your question, it's like, yeah, I tried almost a hundred more products on my skin. Like I was like my own experiment too, which is like pretty, I wouldn't recommend it, but 
with the whole <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly like putting break like, out different... in hives just like <laughs> yeah. horrible reactions exactly exactly um you especially with covid um circumstances like i can't go out and be like oh to my friends and be like oh try this try this try this i did a lot of like experimenting on my own mm-hmm. and that was that was really tough it was tough and that's why it took it's taking much longer but that's yeah it has to you have to do it because you 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 really want that product in your head that you think about and try to deliver it to your customers so yeah yeah, got it down to a science. Per- perfect formula now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, even now it's like there's always improvements, right? But mm, uh, sure. uh, yeah, it's it's getting there. It's getting there, which I'm happy about. Okay, I got to know, like some of these samples come back to you. You said without suing your team, like like you mentioned, but uh, like some of these samples come back and what are some things that are wrong with them? I got to know, like you're getting a skincare product, but you look at it, it's like, okay, this smells bad. It feels weird. It looks weird. Like what are some of these things that you're seeing when you get these samples back? <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly what you said. It's like the smell, like fragrance is important. Like mm. the f- the texture is important. Does it absorb well? Does it like, does it like smudge all over your face? Like, is it nice or does it like hurt my eyes? Um, The biggest thing is, does it irritate my skin? Um, If that's the case, then I, that's because it's like an FDA kind of thing. I have to actually, yeah, I have to go through the FDA every time I get a sample. Um, I have to register it because (laughs) you can't just put anything on your face. Right. So it's super important. And it's, it's, it has something to do with uh, people's, you know, health so i got to be very cautious with um with all these products so yeah it's like a lot of things that you look for like scent um but most importantly it's definitely if it's safe and if does it actually provide that value you know was there one that stuck out to you as like okay this is terrible and what about it was like really bad um there there has been a lot but definitely i'm going back to this but the first one was absolutely like <laughs> i can't even it comes in the the scent was like <laughs> like dog shit <laughs> and, then, uh, and then um it's strong the scent was very strong it was just like hurt and like once you applied it it just like my whole face started going red and i'm just like freaking i'm like oh man like I didn't think yeah, exactly. I didn't know it was going to be this difficult. I thought I, you know, send them exactly what I want. And I thought it was going to be, uh, something exactly what I'm looking for, but it was completely yeah. not like that at all. Right. So I was more in shock and my face started, you know, going red. Uh, I was thinking like, Oh, do I just like stop this? Like I actually thought of like, Oh, this is not the direction. Or the business that I was going into. Like I was, I was thinking like, oh, it's going to be easy. Like get the products and then, you know, try it on. Smells good. It looks good. Like I'm going to throw it out there for the boys, but no, this was complete. (laughs) It was really awful to be honest. Yeah, start to have probably half your face just end up with like, Harvey Dent from Batman. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. But man, it's a it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey, and, and your mm-hmm. product is, is like you said, it's it's miles miles ahead of where you started, and you're you're kind of gaining momentum, and that's that's great. Like, what what is next for Lad Skinco? What do you guys see in your horizon? Um, yeah, just once products, new products come out try to get as much as, you know, um, awareness with a lot of people. But the next step is like just creating more products and creating more good content for guys to be comfortable and um, that they can resonate with it, be attracted to guys. And that's the whole, you know, um, business like morale for us is that the goal is like, we want to normalize skincare for guys. That's like our number one, like we're trying to fix that problem. Um, so that's the, like the next step would be trying to reach that goal, like slowly, but with, you know, great content, like, you know, partnering up with lads and lawn chairs and, and getting good content and, you know, getting on the golf course and all that good stuff while, you know, getting that uh, connection with skincare. So what product lines do you currently have going right now? What kind of different, uh, skincare products do you currently have? So right now I only have two. So it's the face, the guy's face wash mm-hmm. and the moisturizer, uh, lads moisturizer. So 
those two are just like the most basic in skincare. And I think even like basic wise, I don't think guys have that basic skincare routine. So I was just focusing on, okay, let's start with the basics. And, and once they get a little bit, you know, comfortable with those, we're going to, we're going to talk, we're going to make a new product. Like we're going to put in like exfoliators. We're going to put out um, like eye creams or stuff like that. Because if I just put out eye creams right now, guys would just, you know, especially our age um, demographics, they're like, yeah, what's, what's an eye cream? Like I don't overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't even put on, you know, like sunscreen <laughs> or, or moisturizer. Like, why are you giving me this serum stuff like that? So yeah, just slowly, um, product development wise, like slowly just like targeting, um, the market one by one. We're looking at, we're actually creating a new product. It's like a exfoliator, um, for guys once or twice a week and get, get that going as well. So exciting things are coming up. Um, so I guess we'd like to officially announce Well, we have officially announced the partnership, but moving right. forward, Lads Skin Co. and the Lads and Lawn Chairs, we will be rebranding our Be Better segment as the Lads Skin Co. Be Better segment. Well, not you guys be better, but guys need to be better with <laughs> yes. their skincare. Yeah. Guys need to be better with their skincare because I, for one, still use Bard soap. Oh. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> horrible. Oh. I know. I hear the, oh, yeah, oh, I need to be better with that. <laughs> I need to be better with that. So we'll, we will have the Be Better segment targeted towards guys who need to be better with their skin clo- uh, with their skin care and it will be presented by you guys um we'll be we'll be introducing that moving forward um and, and then working with you guys directly in terms of kind of like getting your promoting your brand on the podcast uh and directing our listeners towards towards your product because i feel like all of our listeners need to be better myself included <laughs> maybe not philly philly's skin is glowing <laughs> right now so maybe not philly but yeah, I have been on a pretty heavy skincare routine since starting back uh, landscaping. So, you know, I got home, shower, moisturize, keep it, <laughs> uh, keep it clean. Yeah, you know, got to take yeah, care of it. Zach, you have a, what's your skincare routine like? Bar soaps uh, or what? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, it's yeah. the, I'll just say it, maybe if I have to cut it out. It's the brand. It's like um, beige. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> not out of the ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I use that, wash my face with that. And then I've got like a Cetaphil, uh, moisturizer and stuff, put that on, do that every single day. Um, and then just like, I have this pour or exfoliating kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I use like on the weekend at the end of my work week, use that, clean it up as best I can. But, wow. uh, yeah, since you, working, yeah. I started trying to like take care of it more actually. Right. Uh, Cause you, you said you're landscape. Did you say you're landscaping? Yeah. Landscaping. So I get and, dry so you're, out and like sunburn and stuff, but. Oh man. Yeah. That's the word. Like you gotta get sun cream on for sure. But like, yeah, you know what, actually I am the worst with sunscreen and here's, here's just full. I'm going to just throw this one in the blender for you. Me and I brought up so many business and product ideas, but now we're actually speaking to someone who might be able to help with this specific one is I have two problems. One is when I put sunscreen on, I always just feel it's too greasy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like when, especially when I'm working and it's hot in the summer and I'm sweating, like I hate that feeling. Like I feel like it's just gr- thick and yeah, gross on yeah. my face. So maybe, maybe there's some kind of sunscreen coming out of lad skin. Like coat a, in a, the mat, future. a mat sun, a sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. <it's> just, <laughs> who knows? Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is not, it's not a face problem but uh i have this other one not to say the brand but it's like work for working hands mm-hmm. <laughs> little wink wink Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and i use that because my hands get dry and cracked outside mm-hmm. but the problem i have is i hate again like the feeling of like that greasy like slick feeling yeah and i put it on before bed and then i like don't want to get into my bed because i'm like I'm just like holding my hands above the color covers. Like I don't want to put them under because like, ah, this feels gross. So like I need a product that's just like, doesn't have that, but can still moisturize. That's my, that's where I need to go. So <laughs> yeah, you have, so, yeah. yeah, you, you're on top of your uh, skincare like needs. At least, you know, like what you kind of want. I think yeah. that's like already like first step. Right. Um, Ryan over here is still using bar soap. Like that's. I do use bard soap. Don't get me wrong. I do use bard soap, <laughs> but I, I moisturize as well. Like I got this like Avino okay. Okay. 
it's got SPF built into it too. 15 SPF built into the moisturizer. So I'm always, always protected from the sun. That's why I'm so <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I do that. I mean, definitely could be better. Definitely. Right. Could be better. Right. And like, like, yeah, it just, it's never something that kind of guys have learned growing up. I feel like, I feel like women more often than not, or more often than guys anyways, kind yeah. of have that like practice or have that kind of knowledge and, and coverage in the media over what they need to do to take care of their face and skin. And guys, it's just like, just whatever, you know, up, wash <laughs> it, wash it, whatever you got to do. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another, um, yeah. So we are actually in talks with, uh, a sunscreen, uh, manufacturer company because yeah, like I think guys, especially if they're, you know, we're always outside, right. A lot of guys like love the outdoors and, um, the activities outside, like working outdoors too, just like, mm-hmm. it'd be nice to have something for guys and that guys could just like, you know, say, yeah, it's for, it's from lads, you know, it's fine. Like uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm cool with sunscreen, like skincare yeah. or not, but yeah, just like that stuff too. It's super like sunscreen, super important, but yeah, you got your, uh, routine, um, pretty, uh, knocked down yeah and also yeah. yeah thanks for the business ideas i gotta i gotta think about yeah. the hands one yeah that's pull definitely out the, pull, out the, pull out the phone on notes app and <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm, I'm just, yeah hold on a second let me just put that in <laughs> yeah. yeah um but actually i had another story like another like um because i was at western and let's say it's a thursday night and you're not gonna not go out you know <laughs> and when <laughs> you got and the whole week, your skin was fine. And then Thursday, you, you know, you're going out and you, you know, you're going to see, you know, the girl that you were hoping to talk to. And you see like a huge like pimple or like a zit on your like forehead or like nose or right above the lips. Like, oh. it's just like such a sewer, you know, and yeah, it's, I it's was not a cold like, sore. It's not herpes. I swear. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. You're, you're trying to make a move. You're trying to dive in for a kill and then boom you get shut right down you're just not confident it's more so with confidence right you go in you go into the game thinking i'm gonna lose so i was thinking i was telling the guys like imagine like if there's something like a quick you know not like not necessarily makeup i don't want to call it makeup because then it's like oh guys are like nah like i'm not putting on makeup but if it's something like oh um like a quick it's called the quick fix or whatever last quick fix or just like put that on like right before you go out and it's gone like you don't see it it's invisible you know and just you're just more confident it's not Mm. necessarily like oh zits are bad it's like it's unavoidable it's inevitable right but it's more so like thursday night i know i know that girl's coming to that bar i gotta look fresh that's that's more of my thought my thinking but yeah something would do like that like that was also like my inspiration too like just keep taking care of the skin and you have more confidence um, with yourself as well. So yeah, yeah, just, take like better, it. just in general, like you take better care of yourself, you, f- you feel better and yeah. And in turn, that exactly. confidence will, will skyrocket. You just be the best version of yourself. Treat right. Yourself exactly. Care. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, it's healthier. So yeah, for sure. Well, James, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you taking the time to come on here. Tell us a little bit about lad skin coat. Actually, wait, before we go, I need to ask because we can't go throughout this uh, this interview without asking you, Lad Skinco. How did you come up with the name? Why did you decide Lad Skinco? I ah, that's I I don't remember exactly how that name came up, but I think it was with the guys, and I think my one of my friends, his name is tooch or yeah he was always he always kept saying lads like yo what's up lads you know it it was always like someone was always saying that word and you know and i saw it like oh it's like guys just guys and um it just screamed like young men so i was like that's that's like perfect this is a sign like this guy like i keep hearing it every day and i probably heard your name to be honest like your guys's podcast i may (laughs) like you know unconsciously like heard it and it was always in my head and I was like, let's get like, it's, it sounds catchy. So that's kind of like the name, like, that's kind of the story. It didn't really like, um, I don't have a full story behind yeah. it, but it was definitely just like guys in college, like all the time I'd hear lads, like, yeah, let's like, that's, yeah, it. that's a fits. lads thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. that's exactly. It just fits perfectly. Um, yeah. How did you guys come up with it? Like, I'm, I'm curious. 
we like before we even started the podcast, we spent like a, like a good few days, three, four days kind of brainstorming what we'd call ourselves. And like, mm-hmm. we were close. We had a few things we were close to. And then I think Philly one day out of the blue, just like text me, he goes, lads in lawn chairs, like period. And I'm like, oh my God, it was done. He just <laughs> We knew we wanted to go with the alliteration. We like the, we'd like the, I don't know if it was going to be like, I don't know, boys and banter, whatever. <laughs> yeah. we, we liked the alliteration aspect. And then it was mm-hmm. just a matter of finding two words that worked together to kind of like <laughs> exemplify what we were all about. Yeah. And right. it was just perfect. Philly pitched it. And it was perfect. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the lads like kind of came about kind of the same thing as you in that like aspect of just who we were and what we we're like our audience was. And then I remember every single one of us was on board with the alliteration. We all had kind of the same idea in mind. And basically the whole theme of what we were doing and what we wanted to be was just like sitting down and shooting the shit with the boys and like thinking about campfire conversations or or sitting around in our buddy's backyard and like drinking beers late at night and going swimming and stuff. And at some point it was just like lads was going to be a part of it. And then launchers was just, it just made sense at that point. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No. Yeah. That was like, I saw the name. I was like, this is like, the smartest name ever like launches <laughs> i'm always on a lawn chair with the guys having a beer yeah. like we're yeah. literally having banter on a lawn chair like every time and then the alliteration perfect like spot yeah, on just ended up working and it's it's good now we got the alliteration we can like short form it or whatever just the lads or people have called us like the lawn chair lads and stuff so it, yeah. uh, it, it all works out it all works out exactly yeah, exactly. No, I just thought about um, figs, Ryan, and I was like, that's definitely the lot of the, I mean, a lot of this podcast, like getting that, you know, yeah, partnership yeah. getting going and um, the connection right there is that's, I think he deserves. And I had, a, I just thought about him, like, kind of like coming to Western doing stupid stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, that guy's, that guy would be perfect. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Shout out, shout out Damien Figuera. You're, you're the, <laughs> a lot of the week for this episode, but figs will, will remember you. We'll remember you. <laughs> and we'll, we'll definitely get uh, something your way. A little, little, little treat. Yeah. For, yeah. For yeah. yeah. A couple of free beers for <laughs> yeah. figs. Yeah, exactly. Hook him up. Yeah. Thanks guys uh, for having me again. Um, this is, this is a lot of fun. I don't think I had like this social uh, interaction in a, in a while, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah, this is exhilarating for me. This is my yeah. highlight of the day. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, well, we appreciate you doing this. We appreciate you taking the time to come on and share uh, about you and about Lad Skin Co. We look forward to seeing new products coming out. And guys, go on their Instagram page, follow them on TikTok at lad skin co look at the giveaways that they're doing if you if you're not sure about skincare products and stuff or you're you're not fully bought in of okay yeah skin products are for me or i need skincare products or maybe you think no i can just rock with the bar of soap go go take part in their contest because what's the harm in winning some free products from these guys and giving it a try and seeing where it goes maybe it maybe it changes your life maybe you try this stuff out and you're like oh my god like where has skincare routines been this entire time and at that point now you're hooked. Now you're just a lad skin co guy for the rest of your life. And uh, if if you're if you're already sold, if you're already using skincare products, but maybe you're scared to go to the store and pick up something that you think looks feminine, check out Lad Skin Co's website because on there they have all their products listed, and it is a super cool design on the bottles. And like James just explained to us, the products work. They obviously smell good and they feel good. So I mean, it's hard <laughs> to go wrong with that. So. Uh, make sure you go check them out, follow them on Instagram, follow them on TikTok. And uh, James, thank you so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to what you guys do in the future and for what the two of us can do together. Awesome. Thanks guys. Yeah. Can't wait for all the future events we have lined up for your audience and everyone else. Yeah. Thanks again. Once again, we'd like to uh, send a huge thank you over to James and the guys over at uh, Lad Skin Co., for not only helping us with the master's draft, but uh, partnering us uh, with us for the future and, and working together. So it's a, it's a partnership that Zach and I are both super excited for. And we look forward to what's to come. So without further yeah. ado, let's get into the rest of the episode, Zach. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. So episode 76, we didn't get into our player intro to start the episode because we had James on right away. Kind of broke down the masters a little bit and what happened again uh, in the competition, who he was rooting for, and then dove into his business and stuff. But uh 
Episode 76, Player Battle. McGee, what do you want to do in this player battle? Baseball is on in full swing right now. I was yeah. downstairs watching, and uh, Randall Grichuk cranked an absolute bomb off of the pitcher Honeywell Jr. And immediately I'm thinking, home run derby. Oh, this whole competition is about taking athletes and putting them in different sports and in different different types of battles and competitions. And no better competition, I think, for two athletes to try something new than just a home run derby. You're just getting lobs thrown to you and you just got to launch them out of the park. I don't know if we said like, a, let's throw like, okay, so there's 50 pitches. Whoever can hit the most home runs in 50 pitches. Let's just like give it that ballpark of a of a rule set and we'll see where it goes from there so our first competitor in the episode 76 player battle he was drafted in the second round 43rd overall in the 2007 nhl entry draft by the montreal Canadiens. he's currently in his 12th season in the nhl accumulating 757 games played 110 goals and 335 assists he spent seven seasons with the montreal Canadiens three with the Nashville Predators, and he's currently in his second season with the New Jersey Devils, a two-time World Junior gold medalist, an Olympic gold medalist, and a Norris Trophy winner, a six-foot, 209-pound defenseman from Rexdale, Ontario, P.K. Subban. His competitor was drafted in the first round, third overall in the 1994 NHL entry draft by the Ottawa Senators. He played 14 NHL seasons before returning to play pro in the Czech, totaling 969 NHL games played, 194 goals, and 303 assists. He played 10 seasons for the Ottawa Senators, two for the Montreal Canadiens, and two for the Nashville Predators. A world championship gold medalist and a Czech extra league champion, a six foot two, Again, 209-pound center from Kirnov, Czech, Radic Bonk. <laughs> okay, so right off the bat here, a couple things thought was pretty funny. One, uh, both played for the Montreal Canadiens and Nashville Predators. Two, both 209 pounds. Yeah, like, man. if you go on their elite prospects... Both specifically listed at two hundred nine pounds. That's such a specific, yeah. Like it's such, <laughs> a, such a specific weight. I feel like I've never seen anybody on like a hockey DB or an elite prospects who are two hundred nine. Like it's just so usually like two ten, two fifteen. Like yeah, and, and it's really funny see too because like whenever numbers. I do these search, uh, these like searches on these guys to put t- put together these intros, um, I see like odd numbers of weights, which I think is kind of funny because they obviously read what's on the scale and write exactly what it says and uploaded it. And then it gets put into these databases. But every time I'm like, Oh, do I just round up when I say it? And then I always think like, what if someone just goes and fact checks me and they're like, Oh, you said 205 and it was 206. So I just say like the exact number because I don't want someone to pull that out on me out of nowhere and be like, you were wrong. It was 205. And then I see these two guys and I see both 209 pounds. And I was like, I need to make a point of the fact that they're both 209, like not even 209 and 208, both 209. Yeah. That's, that's a team even battle. Like I've really a lot of people, like a lot of people do that and like kind of change their weight and change their height. Like I know like there was speculation like that Kevin Durant was actually like seven foot one and, and not like six ten, like his <laughs> yeah. records say. But, like, I'm pretty sure that's true though. I think it I'm is. pretty sure that's true because I this might be just completely wrong here, and this is such a like you and I thing to do to just throw this out. Like it might just be yeah. like a mythical thing I've heard, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Kevin Durant like listed himself at or wanted himself at that height so that he would be only considered for like small forward and power forward and not as a center because of his natural height. Cause I'm pretty yeah. sure like once you hit a certain height, they like classify you as like something. And I think he wanted to be in the small forward power forward height listings rather than uh center. So we like purposely got them to dock his height. And I think like, if you play 2k, he's six foot nine or six foot 10, yeah, like you said, there's no way. And so it just doesn't translate because when you actually watch him play, he's like so much taller and so much more skilled and stuff than everybody else. And especially for his height, he's like a unicorn. He's basically unstoppable. But when you play 2K, it's not to say he isn't incredible in the video game, but like his skills are diminished because in the game, he's not as tall as he is in real life. 
Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have like that height factor in the game that you should have anyways. So I always thought that was pretty funny, but like, yeah, I, I think Kevin Garnett is another guy who, who did that too. And like made himself smaller. Like I'm pretty sure Kevin Garnett is like taller than KD and is like seven foot one or like seven <laughs> really? foot two. And he's just a beast, but they, he's like, yes, six ten or six eleven. Like I need to like scan through or somebody needs to scan through all of our episodes and just find like, every time you and i have said something because at at least i will give us this is we both will always say i don't know if this is true but (laughs) we say it people need to just go and like find everything we've said and just check it and see if it's true in ours see if it's even close to actual truth because i feel like there would be so many things that you and i have said that are just absurd and they just like came out of our asses just such (laughs) bs but we're just like say it with some conviction I don't know yeah. if this is true, but uh, this is uh, this is what I've heard. We just roll with it. Well, man, there's a picture of KD standing beside like Giannis and Ndukumbo, and like I'm literally looking at it right now. And I think the same thing goes with like Demarcus Cousins. There's a picture of him beside Demarcus Cousins, and like both both Giannis and Demarcus Cousins are listed as taller than KD. But in both same of these height. pictures, KD is like the same height, if not taller. <laughs> yeah, than these guys. So yeah. it's. Yeah, it's a little, uh, it's a little, I don't know, it's strange. Something's suspicious. going on here. Yeah. Um, huh. Okay, well, we got a little off track there from our player yeah. contest. PK Subban, Radic Bonk, Home Run Derby. Miggy, do you want to start us off? Who do you think takes this competition? Sure, I think PK Subban takes this one all day long. I think he's a, he's a more, he's a more like compact 209. I think he's a more muscular guy and, and probably a better athlete than Radic Bonk uh, was. Okay. I'm going PK Subban. I, th- I think that he, I've seen the guy train in the summers. <laughs> yeah. I've His summer training around the, the Bill Crothers track. Yeah. Um, and I think that, uh, I think that baseball isn't really that popular in Czech Republic. Like, I can't, I can't I don't know if too many Czech guys are in, in the MLB or or play baseball professionally. So I think Subban may have just a better natural understanding of the game and, and maybe played it himself growing up. So maybe he's got kind of a already a, a decent skill set. So I'm going to go with PK uh, winning the home, home run derby. So uh, last week we had a tie in our uh, 1v1 ba- boxing matchup. Ryan Reeves, Hal Gill put it on the poll. It was decided by the people as Ryan Reeves, om- overwhelming winner. 85% of the fans voted for him. So that one is decided. Ryan Reeves, I'll take yeah. that one. Yeah. The champion, champion. I'm surprised it was that like lopsided. Yeah. Yeah. But I think people just love Ryan Reeves. Think he's a nut. Yeah. He's, yeah. But that being said, last week we had a tie. This week, no tie, McGee. I am on the same page as you. PK Subban here, I think, takes this one all day. Run it back to those uh, those off-season training videos that I know you were talking about. If you haven't seen them, just like Google or YouTube PK Subban off-season training. It's hilarious. Obviously, obviously, like every guy that's in the NHL who just like works really, really hard and puts in the effort and stuff is probably training somewhat similar to this. It's just hilarious that he's like putting out videos every single day of him doing these insane training routines and like agility routines and his crazy crossovers on the ice and stuff that he always puts and like imitate that. Like people do his like (laughs) PKC and training impressions and they'll just put their head down and arch their back and just do a million crossovers, like (laughs) carrying the puck across the blue line. Yeah. Um, but I think PK would just have, obviously Bonk was like taken as a skill guy. He kind of didn't end up being 969 games, 194 goals, 303 assists. PK is only 80 less in. So in two, almost 200 or yeah, 200 less games played as a defenseman. He has 32 more assists, 80 less goals. So he's 50 points behind and only 80 less goals, and he's a defenseman. So I, he's got the skill. He's won a Norris. Great hand-eye. We've seen his training r- routine. He's he's off the charts athletic, and I think he'd have so much raw power. He'd just be able to mash the ball. And again, going back to your point here, like just piggybacking off of you, I think that he's swung a bat at some point in, in his life, and regardless of if he's like actually good at baseball, I think just some level of 
hand-eye athleticism and ex- some minimal experience would lead to the ability to just crush a couple homers. Whereas I don't know if Bonk would just even have that in his arsenal at all. Yeah. Never even see a baseball bat in his life. <laughs> no. no. No, he probably has. He played for Montreal, like I feel like. <laughs> probably even yeah. an Expos game. That, yeah, threw out a first pitch at an Expos game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, But moving on here, we got our champion, P.K. Subban. Clear-cut winner in this in this battle. If you have any uh, if you have any counter arguments to that, or you disagree with our take, let us know. Feel free write us right in and tell us why we're idiots and where we went wrong here and what stats we're missing. Maybe Radic Bonk played in a Little League World Series or something yeah. when he was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was the home run leader in the Little League World Series. Like you know, yeah. Ray Ferraro played in the Little League World Series. Yeah, I did. I I found, <laughs> yeah. I found out about that like this year, honestly. Really? Yeah, I think it's like yeah. pretty recent. But yeah, so maybe he did. Maybe he uh, was a superstar baseball player and we just are complete fools and didn't do enough research on it. But P.K. Subban, episode 76, home run derby champion. So let's go right to what I saw on Twitter earlier this week. Um, we've talked about, obviously, especially within the theme of the lad skin co of taking care of yourself and taking care of your own body and uh, making sure your skin's on top of things because it helps you feel more confident and it helps you get out there and feel good about yourself and feel good about life. I need to know because I think both of us are in a pretty good um, hair position, knock on wood. We both have like thick curly hair on top of our heads, like pretty good hairlines. I'd say I don't, I don't think we have that kind of, yeah, like you got a solid, you're great looking guy, nice hairline, good curly <laughs> hair, doing well for yourself, McGee. But I saw this guy, and it's obviously not something that's uncommon. This definitely just happens, but this guy went and got a brand new set of salad on top of his head. Wait, and it's like a it's like hair <laughs> implants? No, okay. So what it was is he he had I'm just going to call it like, this is, this is the first thing that comes to mind. The ring of death He's the ring of death on top of his head. You know, like he's got the hair on the sides and just, but it wasn't completely bald on top. It was like patching through. Right. And, uh, so he's in the barber and it was just like a TikTok video, but it was, I saw it on Twitter, but it was how it's made or how it's done, how it's made. <laughs> they do like a whole how it's made series on this what a show, but uh, it's a, how it's like done tutorial of new hair. And they like put uh, this piece of plastic on his head, draw a circle of where like the new hair, like glue or whatever. Wait, is it goes the Asian on. guy? Yes. Yes. I think I've seen this one. I, th- okay. I think I've seen it. So yeah. they draw a circle, then they get the whole model made up, and then they shave the top of his head, and then they come back with this new brand new hairdo and they stick it on top of his head where they've just shaved like the bald, like the new bald spot and stuff. And, give him and a I was fade. thinking, like, A, would you ever, if you were going bald, would you fight to recover it? Or would you just go complete messier up top and just get rid of it? And B, what do you do if you're the friend of somebody who shows up and does this? Like McGee, if I, if you showed up, if you had some, if you were losing some hair and it was, it was like, okay, this guy's probably going to go bald. And instead I see, I see you on Friday and you've got, you've got your thinning out it's hair. Wispy, like, yeah, it's, like it's, it's going. And it's I know falling. it's going. I mean, I scratch my head. There's just, it just you can see <laughs> yeah. it coming out. And Monday you get on the podcast and you have luscious hair. Yeah. I don't I don't know what I would do because I think like with our relationship, I would I think you're too nice. You wouldn't say anything. <laughs> I I would I would be like you'd be like this. You go like <laughs> I'd be like <laughs> a little bit shocked when you got on. But I don't know if I'd say something. Like I don't know. Like I wouldn't, you wouldn't chirp it. it. You might say something, but you yes. wouldn't like you yeah. wouldn't be mean about it. But I would definitely say something to you. Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know if you could, like, I couldn't imagine just not saying anything though. Like, what do you think yeah. these guys' friends do? Like, they just know, completely I, ignore it? And I feel like even if I did get something like that done and nobody said anything to me, I thought, I mean, I think that's what you're kind of after. You <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, hey, compliments. Good. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, new salad. 
are you looking at me yeah literally just finger pointing at your head walking around everywhere like (coughs) (coughs) yeah (coughs) yeah drawing all the attention to yourself um yeah yeah, i i would never i don't think i could do that man no i don't think i could do it like if i was that desperate one like i feel like losing your losing your salads because it's a part of part of life some people are blessed with the genes where you can keep your hair for life and then you become a silver fox and that's the end of it like congrats yeah. but not everyone is as lucky like my dad's kind of thinning up top not bald but definitely like just i don't know he's a 57 58 year old man like he's got hair that equates to his age so right i i don't think i'm gonna have this these this curly mop of, of top forever but um i don't think i'd fight it like if it was receding in like a really bad way i might try to combat it with like product okay. like rogaine or something <laughs> yeah but like I don't think I'd resort to getting a whole new like wig, like a whole new hairdo. <laughs> no, I'm like, on the yeah. same page. I think my first natural step would be Rogaine or something. And then if it's like remaining the same and not, or like not getting better or it's getting worse, I would go straight to Massier. Yeah. Like I would dude, just be cue ball, like Mr. A, Clean on top. You'd have a good bald head. Like I feel like you got a pretty even head. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'd I'd like to think so. Like, I think I'd do okay as like a bald guy, but like, I think regardless, you just like have to own it. I don't think, cause I don't know. I would never, I would never allow myself. This is the thing. I'll never allow myself. If that, if it gets to that point, knock on wood that it doesn't, I would, I would not fight it and hang on for dear life. I would never be in the in, in between stage. I won't let myself do it. I won't be like thin and balding in spots or like have a huge bald spot. If it's going, gone. Get rid worst, of it. The worst is I've seen a guy, can't remember where I saw him, probably best that I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Because he might listen and might like, no, but this is me. But I saw, I've seen a guy who was like balding pretty, pretty badly. And actually, I remember where he's from now. But <laughs> I'm not going to say it. He's balding really badly. And he grows his hair out. Like, I don't know him personally. So it's not like I'm roasting a friend here. Like, okay. And I'm not even roasting. It's just what he does. Like, yeah. So he grows his hair out and it's really long because he's balding up top, but he grows the sides really, really long so that he can like do the, the comb over and like glue it down onto his head so you can't see the bald patch. Oh. So he's got long no. salad. He's got long salad, but nothing up top. And it's like, he just, it, it's like from one just whoosh over to the other and Johnny Kapahala like, wave up there yeah, yeah he's got a, he's got a wave so I wouldn't do that I think I just commit I wouldn't want to resort to changing my normal hairstyle to cover up anything yeah I think I yeah. just want to like if I was going bald and, and all hope was lost I like I'd try a few products and if that didn't work I wouldn't like do, I wouldn't do yeah. a comb over I wouldn't do anything just, like, <laughs> just gone just commit. yeah just gone I, or I if, you're that, if you're that like insecure about it, then I, then maybe if I if it was like ruining my confidence and I couldn't do anything and I just like didn't like how I felt, mm-hmm. then I'd probably get a hair transplant. But I I wouldn't get like a a sticker up top, like because man, the amount of no. people that have had hair <laughs> no. transplants, dude, I get it. Yep. like look, Steve Carell has had a hair tra- hair transplant. Really? Yeah, Elon Musk has had a hair transplant. I knew I knew that. I don't know why. Matthew McConaughey has had a hair transplant. I knew that too, actually. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's just the three I know off the top of my head. Okay. So, I mean, like, if, if it's like if it's that bad, and it's but that's only if like, you I want to own it. Like, I want to own it regardless. But if it's like got to the point where it's can't get out of bed in the morning, so I'm scared of like people yelling at me and calling me a monster in the streets. <laughs> like, <laughs> then I'd I'd probably get a hair transplant. But that's like. It's probably not going to happen. That's worst case scenario. Yeah. I think you also have to combat it early because the other thing too, I just thought about with you saying like hair trans transplants is like, let's say you get to that point where you've got like the ring of death and you're like, okay, hair transplant time. It's extremely noticeable. Whereas if you catch it and you're like, hmm, my hair is going thin. You go and get hair transplants. It might go undetected. And people just might not realize. And they're like, wow, you got nice hair. You got a nice set of hair. Whereas if you go the other way, people are going to be like, yeah, that guy got new hair. Thanks. It's from my ass. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what they do? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they like, take it from other parts of your body for sure. Yeah. But yeah, 
I, I don't know. I, I respect that call. I think we're on the same page there of uh, combating <laughs> combating baldness. Yeah. Or, or just owning it completely. Or just owning I it. Do... It's, it's, it's kind of a both. It's a two-part process. It's, it's one, just doing what you feel comfortable doing to like combat it. If it's like that ruining your day, then the Rogaine, use some products. I would never like take drastic measures right away. I just try to do the little like herbal supplements or whatever the hell like that goes on. And then at that point, I just own it and just yeah. like shave it or like get a buzz cut. Who knows? Do what you got to do. But I, I wouldn't like one, don't cover it up with your pre- existing hair. And yes. two, don't get a hair transplant unless it like impacts your life. Yes. There, there we go. There you go. Life advice from the lads. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. That's a tough one, man. It is. It is. It is a tough one. It's. Uh, I feel like we're at that age too where it's like starting. You yeah. Know what I mean? Well, like, okay. So I, I know some people and I have some friends who either have been going bald or are bald already. So this one guy, I won't say his name, but he's been probably going bald since we were like 16, <laughs> I'd have to say. And, uh, this guy literally one day, I think it was three years ago, I was in university, me and my, uh, me and Josh Goodwin, who from the Raptors digest, we were like hanging out one day and we both got a Snapchat from him at the exact same time. We opened it up and he just went full, like he just fully committed and went bald. And he just said new haircut. <laughs> I was like, what the Snapchat said new haircut. And he just went no salad anymore and just completely owns it and like it's it's hilarious because that's just it, like you just look at him now and he's just bald he's just a bald yeah, guy boy wait wait yeah like just take initiative and also i i know a few people who are like receding or like losing the thinning up top and then just like constantly wear hats all the time <laughs> yeah like hats like you don't see them without a hat yeah I used it's to wear hats like, all the time, and then I got scared that I was gonna go bald. So I yeah, because kind of, I feel like it makes it worse. Tired. One, it makes it worse. Yeah, and two, like I don't know if you're wearing your hat inside and you're wearing your hat to the bathroom, and then wearing your hat out of the bathroom, and then like maybe in the shower too. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in there, but like I feel like wearing your hat makes it worse. Yeah. So just take off the cap and and own it. Just own it. No one's no one cares, man. Like no one the only person that it affects is you yes but but i feel like if you like what if you just shave your head or or cut it a little shorter or did, did whatever you had to do like no one people would respect you for it i agree and it's just more natural than wearing a hat like everywhere yeah well that's our uh lads chat on boldness and combating that so uh if you were uh if you're feeling in, unsure about what to do where your next steps were just take it from Ryan and I and uh, listen to this episode of the podcast. <laughs> what, what should we call this one? Combating early male, early male pattern, pattern baldness. <laughs> yeah. And there you go. Featuring Lad Skin Co. <laughs> yeah. That's, see, that's a product we should have suggested to them. Yeah. A little hair Growing. growth serum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's next on their list. And that's next of what we'll be uh, sponsoring or we'll be sponsored by. Uh, anyways, speaking about things that you see online and on TikTok, mm-hmm. um, something that it's the only, okay. You, you said a couple episodes ago that it might be the weirdest thing you've ever said on the podcast. You told me that you've been falling asleep to Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's long. I've finished all two movies. Okay. Okay. Like they had the two movies. I watched both of those probably took me like 16 nights total, like eight nights, <laughs> eight nights per movie. Uh, I just slowly okay. through them, and it was it was great. And then it was done, and then I know that Kung Fu Panda's got like a little like side like series. I couldn't. I'm not gonna not gonna do that. Can't no. stoop that low. No. Um, but then last night I was watching like a Esquire magazine. Jack Black breaks down his like most memorable roles, and I he didn't even talk about Poe from Kung Fu Panda. It blew my mind. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mind you, actually, I didn't get all the way through the video, but <laughs> it's the last thing he talked about. He saved the best for last. Been. I might have missed it, but. <laughs> Dewey Finn from School of Rocks is like just all time. I haven't seen School of Rock. Dude, you're kidding me. <laughs> no. It's probably my top five or top three favorite movies of all time. It's such a feel-good flick, man. You got to watch it. It's on Netflix too. It's so easy to access. Okay. And you'll like watch it and you'll be like, 
you can't, you don't have the smile on your face. Like it's just a great story. Great music. Feel good flick. Okay. I'll give it's, it a watch. I'll give it a watch yeah. and I'll review it. Please do. Okay. Anyways. So what I see on TikTok and relating to you talking about falling asleep to Kung Fu Panda, here's my something people might just think is weird is I don't fall asleep to this by the yeah. way. So don't, it's not people out there Yo. listening. Don't, I'm just recording a podcast, man. No problem. <laughs> Come on, reader. Wake up. <laughs> so don't jump on me here. I don't fall asleep to this. But something I enjoy watching is kind of weird is chiropractor like TikTok. Dude, you were like Houston chiropractor? You guys with the yes. southern accent? Like <laughs> Yes. And they just crack <laughs> people's backs in different ways or like their elbows and their necks and like their legs and their feet. And it's so satisfying. I like, I need it. To, I need it to happen to me because I need everything cracked. And I just like, it's so satisfying. It's oddly satisfying. I'm not into ASMR or any of those kinds of things. Like I just don't like that stuff. I think it's, it's not for me, but chiropractor cracking. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I, you should like, if you could invest in, in tech, or like invest in like trends, like like video chiropractor gonna, cracking. Chiropractor cracking. I'm in the same way, man. I think it's great, and I love seeing those like hunchbacks, like mangled scoliosis people come in, and then the guy just works his magic and cracks everything, and they leave like six foot five. And <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh them. look, here's how tall you are. You're five foot seven. Let me just crack your back thirty thousand different ways. Oh my goodness, you're six foot four. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they come in, they get the strap around the neck and just yank their spine up the table. It's so, it's it's insane because you're watching it and you're like, this can't be safe. And then they're like breaking their neck off their body. And then the person's like, oh, I feel so good now. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, I need this now. Somebody like strap around under my chin and pull my head like that please like yeah. i need that I crack dude apparently you well you one you gotta sign waivers every time you go to the chiropractor like i think like that's in case you die like they're not liable i um, didn't know that like, there have been a few chiropractor like deaths or not, not well the chiropractors don't die but their patients have died because <laughs> i think chiropractor like, like a chiropractor is not actually like a doctor like i don't think you, you can go to chiropractor school but i think it's like an independent section of like medicine oh of health i, like, I don't think it's actually like a, a registered profession like i don't know how if i'm wording this correctly or not but i'm, I'm <laughs> I, I think it's separate myth. there's some sort of weird like <laughs> caveat with with like how chiropractors operate that it's not like affiliated with doctors or like surgeons oh, or, okay or like massage therapists even like chiropractic is just kind of like the they're like the black sheep of the, the community yeah. Okay, I'll have to do some research on it and find out then. But they're great, yeah. dude. I love going to the chiropractor. Oh, going to the chiropractor is so satisfying. We used to go so often when I was younger and go there and they just like crack your hips, your knees, your mm -hmm. shoulders, your neck. Everything feels so good. And you're just like walk out of there feeling like a million bucks. I yeah. need to go. You get some like, just, like dry needling sometimes too. Like I've gotten some needles in like my rotator cuff at this chiropractor. Okay. And it like clenches the muscle and like makes it spasm. And it feels so good. And then it'll like do some weird, like you get my shoulders, like, like cracking. And then he'll like, I went to the chiropractor this summer because I was working online, like remotely all the time. And I was just hunched over my desk. So my back got really sore. Mm -hmm. So I went to the chiropractor and they were just cracking the shit out of me. And like, they put me sideways and like rip my hips back and push my shoulders forward and literally wrung me out like a towel on this <laughs> table. And then I was diagnosed with scoliosis, man. They're barely inside this, this tiny, tiny little bit of scoliosis. And they're like, well, like you probably had it for a while, but it's just one of those things like you're too old now. We can't correct it. So like, I'm just going to be, it's, apparently there's this tiny little bit, but yeah. technically I have scoliosis. scoliosis. Yeah. There you go. There's your new, could have went pro if it wasn't for the scoliosis. Exactly, man. <laughs> who would, who would, who would know? Like, who would have thought you never know you never know <laughs> you never know but Mgi, that about does it for episode 76 i think we got to have on james from lad skin co yeah we uh broke down our episode 76 player comparison pk suban radic bonk and we didn't mention radic bonk incredible mullet Dude, incredible mullet. mullet yeah great mullet and uh, he's got a big ass head on him too <laughs> does he 
like I think he's just got a melon up there because I, I we had this guy that I I used to play hockey with and his nickname was Bonk because he had a big head and it was after Radic Bonk. So we just called this guy Bonk all the time. And I think it's because Radic Bonk has just got a big dome. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, broke down PK Subban, Radic Bonk, our runaway winner, PK Subban, home run derby. He just smashes Radic Bonk out of the park. No pun intended, but also all the pun intended. And then we dive into solving early male pattern baldness and get into our new uh trend that we're that we're all on board of of chiropractor cracking on tiktok and twitter and all kinds of social media so any kind of chiropractor cracking that you have or you find please just tag me in it or send it to me or something because i want to see it i need to like know that that could happen and i need to know that like i could i could have that kind of relief that's what i'm looking for and I think this episode was just all about wellness. Just it was how to take care of yourself, how to prevent baldness, how to how to look good, how to feel good. That's what, That's what we do. We find a theme and just bring it into our own twisted way of just generalizing it to everything. We talked about the most ridiculous things and McGee scrubbing his face with barred soap and it's dove it's dove soap so <laughs> okay it's like, dove it's my bad my bad dove <laughs> barred soap <laughs> dove barred soap and losing your salad and getting your neck broken at the chiropractor and next thing you know people are out here feeling good about themselves and shaving their heads completely and it's because because of us it's all because of us inspired by us for other people to feel good that's just what we do here yeah, we just bring joy to people's lives. Exactly. Boring, no other way it's, to part of our, it's part of our life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could do that, McGee. I'm glad we could yeah. uh, bring some smiles and happiness to people's lives and give them some inspiration moving forward. And uh, always love seeing your face. Always love hearing from you, catching up on how your week's been and what you've been up to and having you here to sit with me and talk about this absolute nonsense and help other people out. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, thanks happy for to be a part of this. this. Yeah, dude, of course, man. Of course, pleasure's all mine. Uh, that being said, like you said a little bit earlier, it's the, the end of episode 76. So the only way to listen to us some more is, is to catch us next week. Same time, same place, same lawn chairs. Cheers, lads and ladettes. Cheers. Cheers.